This is the pump. Welcome to the pump. This is Nick Shannon. I got with me one of my good friends, Stephen Story. He had a Tuscaloosa, Alabama. He's like a brother from another mother to me. He's a physical trainer, entrepreneur, businessman, world traveler. He's done so many different things, and it's great to have him on the show. Let's give him a big welcome. What's going Thanks, on, Steve? Man. Hey, man. I appreciate you having me on here, and I appreciate everybody who's listening to this. I appreciate y'all's attention today. Most definitely, man. Um. Well, let's go ahead and just jump right into it. Um, being in your field of endeavor, a lot of people just kind of want to have the question of what does it actually take to be successful? Well, um, Nick, man, it, it, a high tolerance for pain. <laughs> a high tolerance for pain, man. A high tolerance for um, for uh, failure, right? Um, I think that's the main thing um, because before – these things happened in my life. It was, as you know, it was like five years of just tough times. You know, I kept trying things. I kept trying different businesses. I kept trying different strategies uh, in regards to how to make money, how to change my life. And I was making inter- in- incremental growth, but I was still bumping my head every three or four months. Right. Yeah. I, know, I know the feeling. <laughs> Me and you were in business together at one point in time. So, you know, yeah, yeah, exactly. We know the, uh, the, the struggle of, you know, mm-hmm failure but like they say success is how fast you can fail how many times you can fail so you can you know meet those bridges and go to the next level go to the next level Mm -hmm. go to the next level and and being your friend and watching you grow man i've watched you grow so much in the past few years just the level of growth from uh on a different level um when we come to like talking about entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. um what is like what is something that they can really key on to increase their level of tolerance for, for, for failure. So let's talk about that, man. So Jim Rohn, what he says is not necessarily about entrepreneurship, but it's about this, it's about courage. So what is courage? Courage is fearing the right thing the right way. Okay. So for most of our, uh, from, you know, you new entrepreneurs out there or you're an uh, entrepreneur who's trying to make a decision about another way to move their business, What's the worst thing that can happen by pursuing the thing that you're pursuing? Now, if it's a cold call, the worst thing that can happen is no. Nobody's going to jump through the phone and beat you up, okay? If it's you applying to another grad school or a law school or something like that, the worst thing that can happen is you don't get in. Your life is not going to be over, right? So uh, you have to have the courage to fear things in the right way. And so most, most of our problems and our indecision lies in fearing things in the wrong way. We're fearing the wrong things in the wrong way. Wow. And so wow. Uh, once you understand that, then it's like, well, hey, I, I can go after this. Ain't nothing going to happen. If you broke, I mean, like, you can be broke another month and try something else. You know, right. Be <laughs> right. You can be broke another <laughs> month. Yeah, you, you've been, you got pretty good at that. So, uh, or if, or if that's at that $5,000 market, that $10,000 mark, and you want to get to 15 or 20 or 50K a month, look, you've already been at where you are for a while. If, if trying something new, 
keeps you where you are for a little while longer, okay, so be it. Right. And and, and so basically <gasps> setting that level of expectation that you're going to eventually get there. Yeah, let me get there. I'll get there uh, one day. And I, and I keep trying. And so, again, so next thing, Nick, on that one is, because you said one thing, but it's a couple things, all right? So it's courage, okay, right? Okay. And then it's, the next thing is big mo, okay? That's your main friend. If you don't know what mo is, it's momentum. All right. right. How do we gain momentum? Daily action. Okay. I guarantee you, I don't know what your project is, whoever's listening to me. If you spent five minutes every day on it, you would probably start spending 10 minutes on it. You would probably start spending 30 minutes on it. You would probably start getting good. But it starts with the momentum of, hey, I, I figured this little thing out right here. Okay, cool. I, I don't really understand the software. But a week later, I, I got a little better at it. Well, I don't really know how to public speak that well, but I get on Instagram Live every day and I, I work. I work on not using crutch words and so on and so forth. Right. So the momentum. What we like to say <laughs> in business: the snowball effect. Once you get it's a snowball, rolling, effect, it yeah. just starts to roll down the hill and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. But the hardest part right. is to get the snowball started. And if you've ever been right. in the weather, you know it takes a minute to get the snowball started. But once it gets started, the snow packs on pretty quick, doesn't it? So 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 let's let's break that down. Let's break that down to snowball effect. What does a snowball effect look like in your real life? You're procrastinating on making a decision about making a decision. How long does it take to make a decision? <laughs> Just like that. Right. How, but most people are making up reasons not to make the decision. That's how long it takes. You know? And so once people understand that, that damn, I can make a decision that quick. Hurry up and make the decision. That's the beginning of the snowball. The decision. You the decision is the beginning of the snowball. Okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah. That's all right, Nick. We that's the next question. Ain't gonna, ain't gonna, ain't gonna hang it. Ain't gonna stay right there. <laughs> we we could talk about that all day. Uh, so oh, yeah. I heard you elaborate like someone getting on Instagram live. So what's what's the importance of having a social media presence when you're like building a brand or building yourself? You know, you're talking about getting on Instagram live, doing it every day, and and, and working yeah. on your speaking. So elaborate yeah. on what you do. So uh, two years ago, yeah, two years ago, I wanted to uh, start sharing my ideas about books and, you know, my life and things like that. And I realized that I was using uhs and ums and, you know what I'm saying? I was, I was using a lot of crutch words. And I realized that Instagram Live, Facebook Live, Periscope, so on, so Snapchat, all those things help you speak better okay? right because you get to actively see how people react to what you're saying on live because if you're saying something they're gonna stay there if you're not saying something at all you know right and right. you get to watch your videos over and over again so dang that wasn't that good let me try again let me try again and i, I did 100 videos on periscope man over the wow. course of two years but after 100 videos i can talk i can i can i know how people attention span works and so if you can't get in front of 20 30 40 50 people 100 people that's okay but what you can do is you can get in front of them saying 20 30 people on the phone you know right, right. and so and that's not because you're a public speaker but if you're in sales if you're a teacher you need to have direct response as as, uh, as it relates to how you talk so you can start understanding hey I don't really speak that clearly when I get excited so let me keep myself calm or 
I get enthusiastic about these subjects. So let me learn more about these subjects so I can talk about these subjects more. Right. And I, I have that same so, issue when I get to talking, <laughs> I hit those uh, 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 ums and ums and ums. Yeah. But when I step on the presence of a stage, those ums are out the window. So you, you got to kind of learn how to take those aspects of public speaking and kind of bring them to your everyday life because it, it helps a platform and helps you become a better speaker. Right. Right. Exactly. And so the next thing is, as it relates to Instagram, uh, Periscope and, and Facebook, God, you have to use social media to wrap your service or product. Okay. Most of the time these people are watching this, whether it's your loved ones, whether it's potential customers or clients, guys, they're looking at your social media. If you can give them something that's entertaining or educational, more than likely they're going to, they're going to buy from you. I mean, if you can mix education and entertainment, you're going to make a lot of money. You're going to have a lot of, you're going to have a lot of traffic coming to you. So guys, let's, let's break that. Let's break it down again. So, um, if you don't, if you're in business and you don't have an Instagram set as a business page, you don't, you sleep, you're doing it wrong. You need to know your analytics. How many people visit your profile every seven days? How, how well does each post perform? What is tracked gets, uh, what, what, what we manage, that's what, I forget the quote, man. But basically, if you manage something every day, if you, you check the numbers on it every day, that's what's going to get better every day. So if you're tracking, hey, on this post of my product or service, I get 50 likes. Okay, right. why do you get 50 likes? How many people saw that? How many people watched my views? What do people like the most out of all my stuff? And then give the people what they want. Right. And whatever you track grows. Whatever you track grows. <clears throat> yeah, that's what I meant to say. Whatever you track grows, man. So, um, And then you got to pay attention to, to analytics. So, for instance, uh, Facebook, Facebook Live, because of how Facebook's algorithms are, are uh, set up, you're not going to get 300 people on there in the beginning. No. You know, on Instagram Live, is the same way. If you hop on Instagram Live, you're going to get seven views. Okay, you're going to get seven live viewers. You might get 40 over the course of the time you're on live. You might get 150 views over the course of, you know, the time you're on there. You know, the time that video is up. That's not enough. On right. Periscope, uh, on Periscope on Twitter, their algorithms are set, algorithms are set differently. So uh, you can get on Periscope and get a thousand viewers in five minutes with another 2000 watching within 24 hours. Wow. Wow. So, yeah. Pay attention to your impressions guys. And, uh, and if I'm talking over your head, you're going to have to go look it up because if you're in business and, you, and you, you're not using social media in this way, you, you're already behind. So go look at what impressions means. Go look at what impressions mean. Make all your profiles, business profiles on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and get your head in the game. Right. Right. It's a, it's a whole different avenue once you make your uh, profiles, business profiles, <coughs> other things that you can see and um, what's going on with your with your social media. So right. let's let's switch gears just a little bit. Uh, you mm-hmm. had a quote on your Twitter and, and mm-hmm. it sparks an interesting conversation. And the quote says, most people think you want location independence. But what you really want is time independence. Elaborate what you mean by that, because that's deep right there. Yeah. So for me, I have lived in three countries and 15 cities, 20 cities maybe, in the last three or four years. Location independence is overrated. Okay. Most people don't understand how much their routines really mean to them. Their daily routines and weekly routine and monthly routine. 
and they don't understand what their families really mean to them. Uh, and that's, you know, I went out seeking location independence, but what I understand now after four years of traveling and uh, guys, you know, to elaborate, elaborate on that a little bit more, I have not lived in a place more than six months in the last four years. You know? Right. So, so you, you I've done a location independence thing. You know, that location independence thing, it's, it, it sounds cool, but what you really want to be able to do is you want time independence. Time independence is what your regular day looks like. Okay, that means that's the I wake up when I want to type of deal. And I work when I want to. That's what most people are actually looking for. But they think they want location independence because with time independence, it says, well, I can go to Houston, Texas today if I want to. Mm-hmm. And I can spend a day there because I can still work there. All right. That, that five hour span of me not working won't put me out of a job because I'm traveling for that f- five hour period. That's what people really want. Gotcha. Because time independence is, hey, I can see my kids at 1 p.m. I can go to a recital at 4 p.m. I can, I can spend time with my wife on Saturdays. I can go to the doctor at Tuesday on Tuesday at 2 p.m. I can go to the, you know, the grocery store in the middle of the day. That's what people really want to do, man. Right. People really don't want to learn a new neighborhood. People really don't want to uh, make new friends every three months. Right. You know, and so that's, that's where I, I – uh, and they, I made that point. And so and here's the other thing, guys. And, and if you want to know if you want location independence or time independence, write this down, okay, in order of importance. How important are your friends and your, your current set of friends that you see most of the time? How mm-hmm. important is your family? Okay. And how important are the hobbies that you have that are tied to your physical location? If they rank at a, you know, at a scale of 10 or 7 or 8, you don't want location independence. You want time independence. Right. And that was what you just did there is is really key for most people. They don't take time to self-evaluate. And uh, what you just did is uh, laid out a platform for someone to self-evaluate where they're at and, and what do you really want? Because what he's saying is, you know, time independence is truly what we really want, man. A lot of us go on vacations, but we can't truly enjoy the vacation because we know we got to go back and we got to be back at a certain time because we got to clock in and we got to go back to the job. So, location independence isn't truly what we're seeking and that's why that quote stuck out to me because a lot of people were like i want to go here i want to travel here this that and the third but at the end of the day when you get back you're back to normal life and if you're not happy with your what life as it is vacation's not going to make it much better you're right you're right you're right and that's and so that's what i've seen uh over the these four years man that's what i've seen and i that was something I sought out four years ago. And now I'm like, Hey, you know, we're doing this thing a little different. Uh, so oh, I, I could talk about that one for a while. Well, you know, so, so, I mean, we talking about location independence and time independence, but my man, mm-hmm. you just got back from Brazil. You were living there for three months, man. What made you go there? Um, yeah, man. So I was living in Canada in 2018 and I missed the summertime. I missed the entire summer. Uh, I went there in May and I stayed till October and I missed the entire American summer. And I was like, dude, I, I, it's been, I've been wearing a jacket every single day. It's snowing. You know, I'm in the mountain. I was in the mountains every weekend. I was you in the Rocky Mountains. Maybe Rocky. With that cold weather. Yeah, man. So, you know, I missed it. I missed the whole winter, uh, summer. And then when I got back to the States, it was winter in the States. So it was, it was cold for like eight months last year for me. Oh, and yeah. so, uh, yeah. So, when I, for, so I was like, man, look, I'm going to Brazil. I always want to go to Brazil. 
for like the past 10 years, I've been telling everybody how interested I was in Brazil for all this time. And one day I got home and I was like, I'm going to Brazil. I bought my ticket. And that's what I'm talking about, guys. If you, if you remember early part of the podcast, uh, what we were talking about in this podcast was this. It took me 10 years to make a decision that took that long, guys. $1,000. Okay, $1,000. $1,083. That's how much it costs for me to fly to Brazil. Round trip. Okay. I procrastinated for 10 years. That's a waste of time. I never made a decision to buy the ticket until Man. that day. And I bought the ticket. And bam, that's it. Everything else worked. I, I, I got my visa. I found my Airbnb a week, two weeks later. You know, I, start, I started trying to practice a little Portuguese. So, so once you made that, that initial investment, it, it sparked everything. You made that initial decision and everything else fell in place. So it started with that one decision. And <coughs> going ahead and making that decision transpired everything else to fall into place. Yeah, and so from there, you know, uh, I was originally supposed to be here for six weeks. And March 1st came, I was supposed to come back to the United States. I skipped my flight and I booked my Airbnb again for another six weeks. <laughs> and uh, I'm headed back down there for another three months uh, here in another week or two. So, gotcha. you know. so, so when you were, uh, when you were there, you, what type of business were you running to, you know, fund this? Well, guys, I make a lot of money. So, I just stopped working for like two months, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so you were just like, I'm going to just stop and just enjoy life for a few months. And I'll be yeah, out. man, like, you know, I, I, this is what I think, guys. And, you know, you can think of what you want to think. But if you are making a level of income that you are happy with or that you're pleased with or that you can make some things work with, stop working for a little while. You know, I, I I basically don't work three months out of the year every year. You know, um, that's been my that's been my way of life for the last three years. Yeah, and I've still done six figures every every one of those years. So, you know, it's it's it ain't easy. It's not for the faint of heart. When I am working, I'm doing 70, 80 hours a week. I'm going you know balls to the wall. But when I'm not working, I'm not working. Right. You know, I mean, like because see, um. Who was it? Andrew Carnegie. It was it was one of these guys from the early 1900s. He was one. Of, he was the richest man in the world, and he would go to Scotland, no contact with his business for the summer every summer. Right. Come back and, and knock it out of the park. So, guys, you you may have to do two weeks at a time or five months at a time, but you need to learn your work schedule. What's your work schedule for you as an entrepreneur or as a, as a person who wants to live like this? Right, you know, because right. just so think about this for a second. Y'all. I'm from the country, all right. My dad is from the country. We spent a lot of time growing uh, vegetables. If the earth don't produce fruit year round, why are you working to, like that? You know, mm. we had to, so what does the earth do? So when we, when we farm, we we we, we plant. We, people see. Hold on, let me let me really really think this idea out. Right, so. They talk about sowing and reaping. They talk about it in church. They talk about it in business. You sow and you reap. Right, right. The other part is you sow, you reap, and when you reap, you rest. No, so a lot of so what a lot of us are missing that is that rest. Part. Is that <coughs> yeah rest part? And see, I'm guilty of that myself. I'll be on that. I'm on that grind, 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 <coughs> grind, 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 and then get burnt out, and then your work suffers. 
you're not on the same yeah. level as was from the beginning. Your work suffers. Yeah, man. And so it's like bears going to hibernation. The flowers chill out for a little while. The trees chill out for a, a few months at a time. I'm yeah. a part of nature as well. Okay, so so what do you say to people that aren't entrepreneurs and don't have this luxury and they got to clock in at nine to five and they don't have the luxury of taking, you know, two, three months off? Or like, what, what do you suggest for the everyday person? All right, let me, let me, let me preface. Let me go back for a second, guys. I went seven years with no vacation. Okay. So seven years prior to these three years was all trying to make something happen. You right. know, so let's don't, 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 don't think that this is just like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. Be all work for three months. No. Uh, I was out here for three years, I mean, for seven years, trying every day, you know, right. grinding every day, putting up 70, 80 hours at a time, you know, risking it all, which I do not suggest, but I did it, risking it all several times. So, uh, and I'm, you know, I, I was skipping spring breaks in college, you guys. Like, you know, it right. wasn't like I, I'm at 30, you know, 29, 30, about to be 31 doing this now, but I was not doing that all those other times. So I want you to understand, guys, when, this, when you're starting out, you need to come on with it. You know, you need so, to do so that you know, so <laughs> a lot. Basically, that, that initial grind period is, is necessary. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, it's to get to where you where you're trying to go. Yeah, and I'll go through, and you know, and this is one phase of my life. I might not always take this kind of time off, right? You know, uh, but I, I have been fortunate to fail enough to learn myself. Uh huh. You know, and so that's, that's what I say to people, man. Like to you people listening, man, you need to fail enough and succeed enough to learn how you work. How do you really work? Do you really work 40 hours a week or do you work 60 hours a week? You might be able to work 30 hours a week. You don't know, but you got to find out. And so that's really what I did. Gotcha. I make, that, make, that makes perfect sense. You know, um, one of my favorite people to listen to and watch is Gary Vee. And uh, every year, you know, he, he takes completely six weeks off. And, yeah. and you know, there's no contact. He's away from everything. He's with his family for six weeks. But if you watch him, man, that man's work ethic is relentless. Like he doesn't sleep and, and he grind, grind, grinds. But when he takes his time off, he takes his time off to enjoy it. But as he said, all through his twenties, man, he never took a vacation. He never took a day off through his twenties. Now he's in his forties and he can do what kind of what he wants to do. So, so yeah, that's what you yeah. said, you know, put the time in. Yeah. Yeah, man. And, and at the same time, like I'm still, yeah, I'm doing, I'm doing better than a lot of people. Uh, no offense to a lot of people. I mean, I am, but at the same time, I put, I put that type of effort in for a long period of time. And you can do it too, man. Like, but that's what we talking about, that momentum, right? Gary Vee got the momentum. You know, I have a level of momentum going on some things. And it's like, look, man, you don't got to be the smartest person in the room today. You right. just got to try today. And if you try tomorrow and you try next day, you look like a fool when you first start learning how to walk. Right. Now you do a pretty good, do a pretty uh, good job. You don't fall. You probably haven't fallen in a month or two. You know, when you first started walking, every other step, you on the ground. You're falling down. It's like Zig Ziglar says, you know, you don't have to be great to start. You just got to start to be great. You got to start, man. Get skint up. Hurry up. <laughs> That's how you learn how to ride the bike and learn how to stay up. You fail a few man, times and it hurt. You don't want to fall no more. 
Yeah, and then you start learning little things. So, and that's and that's and that's what, that's what you gotta do, guys. But I don't want to harp on that too long. Another thing, I was for that. Uh, you know, when I take these breaks, I have a large amount of money saved. Okay, like, and I'm and the, I'm also using these times to work on other projects. So I'm I'm refreshing my mind because your mind is what that's what that's what makes you creative is your mind. So I use that time to learn new skills. I'm not just sitting on my hands, guys, drinking. You know. Caparines on the beach, right? I'm, I'm, I'm actively learning. So I learned a lot of new skills uh, in this time that I was in Brazil. Uh, I learned a new language. You know what I'm saying? I learned a new software system. I learned new, some new sales techniques. So it's, it's not just taking vacation, guys. It's not just, oh, I'm off three months. Uh, ha, ha, let's go watch Love and Hip Hop. Like, no, it's, it's a lot of work there. It's done on me. <clears throat> yeah, I, I, I like the last part you said, on you all about personal growth and growing and, and expanding mm-hmm. yourself, you know, uh, thing about the brain, you know, once it expands, it doesn't want to go back. It wants to go get bigger and bigger and bigger. And we got to learn how to continue to expand our brains, our minds and, and everything about everyday life, man. It's so much information that me and Steve could talk about. We definitely going to have to get Steve back on the show. Um, <laughs> Because uh, we could be here all day and talk all day and and not get tired of it. Because me and Steve spend sometimes hours on the phone talking to each other oh, yeah. about, about yeah, different sure. aspects. But I'm gonna leave. We'll ask one last question, and uh, mm-hmm. I always ask this last question to end my podcast. If it's one thing yep. you could leave in this world when you're gone, what would it be? Um. Hmm. Well-adjusted children. That's what I will leave to this world. Well, well-adjusted children. Okay. Yeah. Well-adjusted children are a benefit to society because they become well-adjusted adults. And uh, that's what we need. We need more well-adjusted people in this world. Wow. I like that. Wow. That's, that's a different answer, and I like it because oh, yeah. it's, it's bigger than you. It's, a, it's about something else and leaving something mm-hmm. else so they can pass it along to their children or your family creating a generational thing. Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. like that, man. Um, that's, that's deep. So go ahead and tell the people how they can follow you, get in contact with you, see your material, and 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 become a, a follower of Steve's story. All right, guys. Um, if you want to email me, you can email me at Stephen, S-T-E-P-H-E-N, at StephenStory.com. That's at S-T-E-P-H-E-N, S-T-O-R-E-Y.com. If you want to follow me on Twitter, well, most active is Stephen Story, S-T-P-H-E-N, Story, S-T-R-E-Y. Uh, Twitter is Stephen C. Story, and Facebook is Stephen C. Story. Um, hit me up. Uh, I got a lot of content like this. I got a ton of videos like this where I go in depth, 20, 30, 45 minutes an hour, talking about a lot of these things. Uh, you can go look at all the stuff I did in Brazil on Twitter. That's all in the media. Um, what else? Yeah, and I got an email list, too. So if you want this kind of content, you know, just hop on there. I got some links on all those social medias that you can pop in and get on my mailing list. I send stuff out as well, guys. Most definitely. And I have those links at the bottom of this show. So you can click on those links and, and, and uh, follow this man. Thank you for coming, Steve. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. I think people got something from it and that's the purpose of this podcast. Awesome. Awesome. I appreciate you having me on Nick. Just finished listening to the pump. Wow.
like, subscribe, and rate this podcast.